Well, it was certainly a odd homecoming weekend for the Dallas Stars. On Friday night, the Stars retired defenseman Sergei Zubov's number 56 and then lost to the Washington Capitals by a score of 5-0. to zero. But then on Sunday night, they flipped the narrative and defeat the Boston Bruins by a score of 6-1. to one. On today's show, we'll talk about all the good things that happened in last night's win over Boston. Uh, talk about the things I really, really liked, which is a lot of things from that game. And then to wrap up the show, we will talk about Joe Pavelski being selected as the new captain of the Central Division team at the NHL All-Star Weekend in Las Vegas. All of this coming up on a Monday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on the Dallas Stars, and it is Monday, January 31st. Tyler Sagan's. 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Segi. Hope it's a fantastic day and hope you continue to have a fantastic season. Uh, if last night is any indication, maybe Tyler Sagan uh, is becoming an offensive juggernaut once again. Uh, we feel like we've said that before this season, but maybe two goals against your former team finally shifts you into the next gear that Sagan needs to be dominant for the remainder of this 2021-2022 NHL season. If you're watching on YouTube, you may notice that my backdrop is very, very different. Uh, I'm actually back home in Lubbock, Texas for the week visiting uh, my parents, hanging out with some old friends that I haven't seen in a while. But of course, we'll still be bringing you episodes of Locked on Stars every day this week from today all the way through Friday. Uh, actually, in this room, this is the room where I quarantined when I tested positive for COVID back uh, in fall 2020, August, September 2020. And about a few feet behind me, I was sitting in a chair with the TV up against the wall. It's not there anymore, but there was a TV there. And that's this is the room where I saw... Joel Kiviranta's hat trick, the Game 7 game-winning goal in overtime against the Colorado Avalanche to send the Stars to the Western Conference Finals and the Edmonton bubble. Lost my mind in this room. Uh, really, really good memory there. Despite being sick and having to be away from school for two weeks, that was definitely one of the highlights was watching that whole sequence unfold. So a lot of good Stars-related memories in this room. I believe I was also here for the Stars Game one win in the Western Conference Finals against the Vegas Golden Knights. So that's a nice memory as well. But enough about me and the backdrop. Uh, just know if you're watching on YouTube, you will be seeing a different backdrop on every episode this week. But before we get into breaking down last night's big win, do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow us wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. No matter where you listen or how you listen, the show is always 100% free. But without any further hesitation, let's get right into last night's game and break everything down. For me, the biggest takeaway this game is the performance of the big three OG veterans. That's kind of a long name, not a, a proper fancy name for these guys. Former line mates at one time, but now they've kind of been separated. But of course, I'm talking about Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, and Alexander Radulov. All three of those guys scored at least one goal in last night's win over the Boston Bruins. 
For the first time this season, all three guys score in one game. Alexander Radulov has only scored in one game before this game against the Bruins. It was back on October 27th against the Vegas Golden Knights in what would eventually be a 3-2 uh, to overtime loss for the Dallas Stars. I know it was an overtime loss. I believe it was 3-2, to but Alexander Radulov did score the second tally, what would have been the game-winning tally for the Stars had they not blown that lead. But, uh, of course, at that point in the season, we know that that's what the Stars did uh, was <laughs> lose games like that in pretty dramatic and painful fashion. But nonetheless, a big night for these three Stars veterans. Sagan scores twice on his own and assists on Jamie Benn's goal. Jamie had a really nice shot in the slot that bounces off the crossbar in the second period, but a really, really nice pass from Gurionov behind the net all the way to Sagan, kind of in the corner near the edge of the trapezoid, to Jamie Benz, sitting and waiting patiently in the crease for his shot. He gets the shot, and he makes the most of it. Tyler Sagan, of course, scoring two goals of his own. One assisted from Denis Gurionov on the break, uh, on, a, on a rush, if you will, at the end of the game. And honestly, probably could have been an assist from Gurionov the first time they met up and scored early in the game. But I, I know a Boston defender got their stick in there, and so technically Sagan's goal is unassisted. But Denis Gurionov certainly did help set that play up. And then, of course, Alexander Radulov getting the second tally of the night for the Dallas Stars, pushing the puck past Boston Bruins goalie Linus Olmark uh, in this, you know, in the first period, putting the Stars up two to zero. Really, really nice breakaway play on a really, really nice feed from Esselindel off of a Boston turnover. Alexander Radulov breaks across the Boston blue line all on his own, and he wins that one-on-one matchup. But this was great to see after Friday's embarrassing loss to the Capitals that we mentioned earlier. I think that that whole game in general was just weird, maybe a little bit off, felt weird to the players. Who's to say if, if the ceremony before and the and the different timing for puck drop for a home game at 8 o'clock threw the players off, but this was an excellent response game from the Stars team, and especially these three veterans. Being led by these veterans after a tough loss is a good sign, especially against a team like the Boston Bruins, who, as of the time of recording this, are sitting in that second wildcard spot in the East because the Atlantic Division is just about as competitive as the Central Division this season with teams like the Florida Panthers, teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and, of course, the Boston Bruins in the mix in there as well, sitting in that second wildcard spot below the Washington Capitals, who were in that first wildcard spot at the time of recording this on Sunday evening. But nonetheless, good to see these three players step up against a talented team like Boston. Nice for Tyler Sagan, uh, celebrating his birthday today, I guess celebrating a little bit early last night, scoring two goals against his former team that he won a Stanley Cup with back in the very, very early stages of his career whenever he was a Boston Bruin, I think 19 years old, uh, around that time, whenever he won his first Stanley Cup, being a member of that Boston team uh, that, that that won the Stanley Cup. And you know, and it's, I think a really unique part about this game is just the fact that these guys were able to get involved in the scoring. And the scoring in general just came from a lot of unusual places, if you will. Uh, the Dallas Stars' top line was not bad by any means, but you know they just didn't have to have the biggest night scoring because other guys stepped up and really took on the responsibility. We saw Luke Glenn Denning get a really nice deflection goal off a rocket of a shot from Miro Haskin and kind of up against the boards. After a weird sequence in front of the net, we saw, of course, Ben... Rads and Sagan times two 
get goals in this game. And then Rupe Hintz, a member of the top line, still did find a way to involve themselves in this game offensively. Rupe now has a new season high in goals for his career with 20 in 2019-2020 season, the season that was shortened by the COVID-19 outbreak. He only had 19 goals on that weird shortened season, but now with a new foolish season that's happening, 82 games supposedly being played this year, it looks like we are on pace for that, at least for the Stars. He now has 20, so really the Stars about a little bit over the halfway point in the season. Rupe, give or take, is on pace for about 40 goals in this season, which is going to be really, really nice for a guy at his age. He is developing really nicely, coming along very, very nicely, is number 24, Rupe Hintz. But Really, really good offensive night all around, especially from veterans and some other guys like Glenn Denning, who you don't typically see get in the score sheet in this way. But I think this is huge for the momentum of the team going forward. Hopefully this momentum carries over into Tuesday and the Stars are able to get another win against the Calgary Flames, reclaim that second wildcard spot, and then go into the All-Star break with a little bit of momentum and a little bit of confidence. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so difficult and boring by week three or four of your resolution. By the time you get to the end of January, you know, you're trucking along, but you're thinking, where is the chocolate? Is this all worth it? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and only contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a regular candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Do you want to continue to talk about this win that the Dallas Stars got last night over the Boston Bruins by a score of 6-1? to one. A big contributor in that game was Jake Ottinger, who was between the pipes for the Stars for the entire game, and he almost pitched the first Stars shutout of the season. He was about 14 minutes shy of getting that shutout, but... Boston Bruins forward Craig Smith comes and scores a goal about six minutes into the third period, breaking Ottinger's bid for a shutout. Still a really, really great performance from Jake all around. 25 saves off of 26 shots. Not a big number there, but I think that's also a testament to how good the Dallas Stars defense was last night. Really helping Jake have the performance that he had, having his back out there on the ice and making his life a little bit easier. It's easy for him to put up the numbers that he puts up when his defense comes to play, and they certainly came to play last night against the Bruins. And, and we saw that on the scoreboard. Not only did the Stars put up six goals of their own, but they only held a, a team like Boston, who's been an offensive threat all season long, to one goal. Even a team like Colorado earlier uh, this week on, on Wednesday, I believe, gave up three goals uh, to the Boston Bruins at home. And so really, really good stuff from the Stars defense. Good stuff from Jake Ottinger to save those 25 shots and almost get the first star shutout of this 21-22 campaign. And I think it's a huge confidence builder for this team for goalie sides on both sides of the ice to see a guy like Ottinger have a night like that, but also on the other side of the ice. Goalie play played a huge factor in this game because halfway through the second period, the Bruins made a change 
at goalie Linus. Allmark was pulled after Jamie Benn's goal, putting the Stars up 4-0. to zero. Jeremy Swayman comes in and gives up two goals of his own, so he did not fare much better, and, and I think that's a big boost of confidence for this Dallas Stars team. You're going to hear me say the word confidence a lot in this segment because I, that, I think that that's huge for the Stars team going forward, and I think they gained a lot of it in last night's victory, the way that they won so dominantly over such a good team. But not only you know beating a goalie down to give up four goals, having him pulled from the game, rattling his confidence, but then scoring two goals on the backup. Uh, none of those goals came off empty nets. It was while Swayman was in the crease, uh, giving up two goals of his own, rattling his confidence a little bit as well because really nothing was working for the Boston Bruins between the pipes and the Stars took full advantage of that. Both guys looked absolutely lost and looked absolutely helpless to the Stars' offense and rushes, what have you. Just seemed like they were both struggling to contain uh, a Dallas Stars offense that can be inconsistent at times, but was having one of its best games last night. And this isn't the first time in recent memory that the Stars have done this. As you remember, if you watched the game on Tuesday night against the New Jersey Devils, the Stars caused that team to have a switch in the crease as well. We saw Kira Schmid get pulled in the first period after the end of the first period for John Gillies after the Stars. I think went into that intermission period up four to zero as well. So even though the New Jersey Devils very different team than the Boston Bruins in terms of where they stand as far as potentially making the playoffs and just how much of an offensive and defensive threat they are, uh, different teams there, but still a really big Nice boost of confidence for the Stars on the road. Clearly not all that confidence carried over immediately to this homestand as we saw what happened to the Stars on Friday night against the Caps on Sergei Zubov night. But the confidence caught up with them better late than never and they caused another team to have to make a change at goalie that changes your whole game plan and really just rattles the way, you know, rattles the coaching staff, the team, the goalies, everyone throwing a little bit off their game because of having to make that change in the middle of the second period. Uh, really, really good stuff from Jake Ottinger on one end and good stuff from the Dallas Stars offense to rattle both goalies for the Boston Bruins. And, you know, speaking of goalie play overall, Brayden Holtzby obviously had a pretty tough night against his former team, the Washington Capitals, whenever they lost 5-0. to zero. And, and I think it was just a weird night for Brayden Holtzby. Just on the outside looking in, I don't know this by any means. I haven't talked to Brayden Holtzby, and I haven't heard him really say any of this, but just with the weird game start time on Friday at 8 o'clock, that's kind of an abnormal time in Dallas for a game to start a little bit late. Clearly, the game was starting later, so the Stars could do the Sergei Zuboff retirement ceremony before the game. That started at around 6 o'clock, when maybe the game would be starting at 6.37 maybe 7.30 typically at the latest, but I think that maybe threw off Braden Holtby as well as some other guys on the team. I think also playing against his former team that he won a Stanley Cup and Vesna Trophy with. Probably a lot of emotions building up inside Braden and seeing these guys that he once called teammate probably threw him off his game a little bit. And we saw that come into full effect. Had to see Jake Ottinger get thrown into that game a little bit later on down the road. As the team game continued to war on, I think Brayden Holtz is going to be okay. I think he's going to have a bounce back performance, whether that's this coming Tuesday against the Calgary Flames or in a game after the All-Star break. I'm curious to see who Bonus and company go with between the pipes for the Stars on this Tuesday matchup against the Flames. I'm comfortable with whoever they pick because I'm confident in both these guys. Ottinger finally having these nice bounce back performances after getting beaten down pretty hard in Florida and against the Montreal Canadiens. Braden Holtby, he's had some tough games this year, but he's also had some really good games. And typically after his bad games, he bounces back very, very strongly. So still confident in both these guys going forward. I think that their play continues to be, you know, a big contributor to the Stars' success that they've had this season. And they definitely deserve partial credit for why the Stars are in the position that they are. And that is on the verge of being in the wild card 
for the NHL playoffs in the Western Conference. But after we take a quick break, we will talk about another guy who deserves a lot of credit for putting the Stars in the position that they're in. And to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, got to take a moment and address a change that was made for the upcoming NHL All-Star game that is happening this coming weekend. All of this news kind of starts back earlier in the middle of last week on Wednesday, January 26th. Uh, in a game between the Colorado Avalanche and the Boston Bruins, the Bruins paying a visit to Colorado. Uh, there was a really, really weird freak accident. Avalanche forward Nathan McKinnon had to leave the game pretty early on after severing a bloody nose, what ended up being a facial fracture, a concussion, uh, moments after a weird collision with Bruins forward Taylor Hall. That collision caused Nathan McKinnon's stick to collide with his face, therefore making his nosebleed, fracturing his face, giving him a concussion. Watching the play initially, I did watch that play live. Looked like a really mean, nasty hit, kind of a bang-bang play. Had no idea that the stick hit McKinnon until later on when the referees were reviewing it. We saw everything close up in slow motion. Not necessarily a dirty hit from Taylor Hall, a weird collision, and just an unfortunate positioning of the stick. I do hope that Nathan McKinnon is okay. He did have surgery to repair his broken nose. Hopefully his recovery is quick and as painless as possible. He's a fantastic player on a fantastic Colorado team that is doing exactly what everyone thought they would do this season, and that is asserting themselves at the top of the Central Division, being one of the best teams in the National Hockey League, and a huge part of that has been Nathan McKinnon. So wishing him a speedy recovery. Hopefully he's able to come back soon. Sadly, he's going to have to miss the All-Star game. But, I mean, now there's a vacancy on that team for captain, or at least there was, because McKinnon was the fan-voted captain for the Central Division for the All-Star game. But now enter Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski found out on Sunday because the NHL announced this that he will be representing the Central Division as the captain whenever the Central Division team takes the ice on Sunday for the NHL All-Star Game. He will be donning the C on his jersey. Going to be so, so very cool to see for Joe Pavelski representing the Central Division for the first time in his NHL career as an All-Star. This is his fourth All-Star Game appearance, but all three of his previous appearances came while he was a member of the San Jose Sharks back in 2016, 2017, and 2019. This, of course, his first All-Star appearance with the Dallas Stars, being the only Dallas Star uh, on this the Central Division roster. We almost got to see Jason Robertson. That would have been really cool. Jason Robertson's time will come. He will be an NHL All-Star before his career ends. Rupe Hintz will also be an NHL All-Star before his career ends. Wouldn't surprise me to maybe see either of those guys be a captain at some point in their career. Maybe not necessarily soon, but they still have a lot of their career left ahead of them. Would not surprise me at all to see those guys at least being in the conversation for all-star captain in the coming days. But this is a huge honor for Joe Pavelski. Clearly not the best circumstances as seeing another player had to have surgery and get injured, but I'm sure he's excited nonetheless. And I know the talk around most professional sports is that all-star games are kind of boring and you know, are, are they necessary in the games themselves? No, not really. But I think just kind of the, you know, the honor of getting to be a National Hockey League all-star. And of course, in this case, getting to be named the captain of a respective team. You look at some of the other guys on the Central Division team, and I think it's so cool that, you know, Joe Pavelski gets to wear the C on his sweater and be the, the, the so-and's, you know, quote-unquote leader of this group going into this game. You got guys like Nazem Kadri, Kirill Kaprizov, Kale McCarr, Kyle Connor, Roman Yossi, who was a uh, added to fill a roster spot for McKinnon and Apsis. Kadri, of course, being the last man in that took the spot, I guess, if you will, from Jason Robertson. But now they do have Kadri and Kale McCarr uh, on this, you know, all-star roster. Three Colorado Avalanche players making 
this NHL All-Star Central Division roster. Now only two guys will get to suit up and play. Still a huge accomplishment for that organization. But still, nonetheless, all those guys I just named, as well as a few other guys um, on, on this team, and Joe Pavelski gets to be the captain, uh, adding, continuing to add to the lore of this excellent season from Joe Pavelski, like we say all the time on the show, having the best season of his career at age 37 in his most recent season. And this is just, you know, Sprinkles on top of the ice cream sundae that is this season from Joe Pavelski. He's 11th in the league in points with 48. At one point was tied for 10th, still right there on the verge. Uh, 11th place is not a bad place to be at this point in the season. He has 19 goals, 29 assists. And like I said, to close out the second segment, he is a huge reason why the Stars are in the position that they are, and that is knocking on the door of that second wildcard spot, kind of in a weird back and forth with the Calgary Flames right now. But on Tuesday, the Stars will be looking to fully assert themselves in that spot and hopefully start to build a little bit of separation between themselves and the rest of the field of competition. Because as of right now, it would not surprise me to see, you know, of course, three Central Division teams, the top three in the postseason, and then those two wildcard spots being filled by Central Division teams as well, whether that's Minnesota, St. Louis, us, Whoever it might be, not going to surprise me at all to see five Central Division teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs come postseason time. And Joe Pavelski, certainly a huge part of that. So huge congrats to him. And I can't wait uh, to get to see him take part of All-Star Weekend. Again, not going to be expecting any crazy kind of game, but uh, just a huge honor for him to be selected as this to lead this group of excellent players. That's going to do it, though, for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Guys, be sure to tune into tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars as well. We'll be talking all about this matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames that'll be happening at the American Airlines Center. Uh, and how to make sure you don't miss out on that, you can subscribe and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast out, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. The show is 100% free to follow and subscribe to. And you can also leave a review or rate the show if you like what you hear. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find and follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give, a fo- give us a follow there as well. And Stars fans, that's going to do it for today's episode. Hope you have a fantastic Monday. We will see you back here tomorrow.